Ta'anit Taf Gimel, we last started Masechet Ta'anit, discussing when do we start saying Mashiva Rahmon Geshem, and we brought a Braita, different opinions, when do you start? We saw Rabbi Yudab and Betera says it's on the second day, because you had the, the, the Drasha of Niskehem, Unzachea, Kemishpatam, the extra Mem Yud Mem, so you start on the second day. We saw Rabbi Akiba says it's on the sixth day, because it says Unzachea on the sixth day, you're talking about Tunisuchim. And once we're on the subject of the two Nisuchin, we're going to start Gimel Amud Aleph, third line in the middle of the line, where it says, Tanya Rabina Tan Omer. It says, Bakodesh Hasech Nesech Shecha La Hashem. So you have that double language, Hasech and Nesech. Bishne Nisuchim Akadum Medaber. We're talking about two pouring on the Mizbeach. Echad Nisuch Amayim pouring the water, Vehad Nisuch Ayayin pouring the wine. But the Gemara asks, Emma Tarvay the Hamra, why don't you just say that both Nesachin that we're talking about is wine? The Gemara says, "No, imken lichtov kera o hasech hasech o nesech nesech," and I get the idea that it's uh, the same thing. My hasech nesech, shmat me now. What do you understand when it's two different languages? Had the mayav, had the hamad, two different things. One's water, one is wine. Now the Gemara is going to go back to the machloket. When do we pour water on the mizbeach? We have a problem. We learned masechet sukkah and nisuch hamayim kol shivaa. That they used to pour the water on the Mizbech all seven days. Money, who is this according to? If it's according to Yeshua, who says it's from the last day, then it's only one day, which is a Shemini Atzeret. Then Yisuchamayim is only supposed to be in Shemini Atzeret. If it's Rabbi Akiva, who said on the sixth day, then it's only Tereyome, it's the sixth and seventh day. Who says you start on the second day, then Shitayome, you only have six days. So the Mishnah Masechet Sukkah, which says seven days, who is it according to? So the Gemara explains, Le'olam Rabbi Yehuda ben Beterahi. You could say it's according to Rabbi Yehuda ben Beterah. Yes, you write the second day. However, Usviyah like Rabbi Yehuda. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda, Dematnitin Masechet Sukkah. Aditnan. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Belog HaMenasech, Kol Shemona. He used to pour a log on the Mizbech all eight days, and it would include in Shemini Atzeret. But according to Rabbi Yudah ben Betera, Uma Pikrishon, he would take out the first day, Uma Ayel Shemini, and he'd put in the eighth day Shemini Atzeret, then you have seven days. Uma Ishana Rishon, so why not do the first day? Because the Chirem is a Maim, but Shini Hudem is When we mentioned uh, the Maim, the whole uh, uh, the whole Hidush of Mem Yud Mem, it started from the second day. The Quran says, okay, but Shemini Nami Kirmizeh Maim, but Shemini when we ended off, we ended off on the seventh day, not on the eighth day. So how do you throw in the eighth day? Ella, we have to change everything. It's Rabbi Yoshua He. It's Rabbi Yoshua He holds that when you put down the lulav, it has nothing to do uh, with the nisucha ma'im. Rather, when you put down the lulav, you put it down on the seventh day, you finished it. So that's it. The next day, you already say it. When nisucha ma'im kol shiva, how does he know that? It's a halakha Moshe Mesinai. The Amar Rabbi Ami, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Nechonia. There's three famous halachot of Moshe Messinaim, they're going all the way back. Number one is Aysen Etiyot. We know that a little bit before the Shemitah year, you're already not allowed to start at the plant, you're not allowed to plow, etc. But if there's 10 uh, trees within a small area of a Betzeah, and you have to, t- and they're very young trees. You have to take uh, extra care of them. Then you, okay, you don't, you could, uh, you could plow in that area a little bit longer, closer to the shemitah year. Number two, arava, uh, where they used to put aravot around the mizbeach on sukkot. And number three, venisuchamaim, pouring the water on the mizbeach all seven days. All three of these are halacha lemoshe misinai.
Now, going back to the Brayta, Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishum Rabbi Yoshua. However, the Fnei Teva Beyom Tov Haron Shel Chag, the Hazan, the last day of the holiday, Shmini Atzeret Haron Mazkir, the one who Musaf starts to say Mashiv Rachmon Degeshim, Harishon Eno Mazkir, the one who says Shachita does not say Mashiv Rachmon Degeshim, rather he says Mori Detal. And Beyom Tov Harishon Shel Pesach, opposite Harishon Mazkir, Haron Eno Mazkir, the Hazan for Shachit says Mashiv Aruach, and the one in in Musaf says Mori Detal. So here, Rabbi Yeshua, which Rabbi Yeshua is this? If you want to say it's Rabbi Yeshua in our Mishnah, according to him, if you go up Hazan on Shemini Atzeret, even in Shahrit, you're already saying Mashiv Arachomer Degeshem. According to the Breta that we brought, it's only by Musaf. Ella, if you want to say it's Rabbi Yeshua de Breita, it's Rabbi Yeshua in our Breita who says you don't say Mashiv Arachomer Degeshem until the end of the, of the Sukkot. But he said, you say Mashiv Rahmadagesh when you put down the Lulav, which is the end of the seventh day, that means uh, you don't start Musaf, you start in Arvit already. So according to the Mishnah, it's a, it's a Shahrit. According to the Braita, you would say Arvit. The two and here's another problem. Had the Tanya, we learned in a different Braita, Rabbi Uda, Mishum bin Betera, Haover Lifneha Teva, Beyom Tova Haron Shel Haga Haron Mazkir. That the Hazan of Shmini Atzeret, the, the Musaf Hazan, is the one who says Mashiva Rahmadagesham, the Shahrit one, says Moridatal, He ben Betera, which ben Betera. Ilamar, Rabbi Uda ben Betera, if you want to say it's Rabbi Uda ben Betera, Ha'amar, didn't he say, Bashani, Bahagu Maskir, you already start to say it from the second day of Sukkot. How do you say it's Shmini Atzeret? So, Amar of Nahman Baitzhak, let me fix everything. Tehebe Rabbi Yushua ben Betera. It's not Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera. It's not regular Rabbi Yehoshua. It's Rabbi Yehoshua ben Betera. And Zimni de Kareh de Bishmeh, and Zimni de Kareh de Bishmeh de Abba. Sometimes they called him Rabbi Yehoshua after himself. Sometimes they called him ben Betera after his father. Ha-mikamed l'smechu. Before he got his smicha, everyone called him ben Betera. They gave kabot his father. Ve-ha-le-batad l'smechu. And uh, once he got his smicha, everyone called him Rabbi Yehoshua. And that fixes everything. And he's the one who says... That, uh, that you say Shivah Rodegeshem Musaf of Shmini Atzeret and Tana Betalu Bruchot Lohievu Hachamim Lazkir Hachamim were not Mehayev to mention Tal, Du, and Wind. Imbalazkir, Maskir, if you want to mention it, go ahead and mention it, no one's stopping you. And Rashi explains the reason that we mentioned today Mashiv Aruach, Morida Tal, things like that, has nothing to do with uh, with halacha. It's more because that's the way rain comes. Uh, there's a dew, there's wind, so it has nothing to do with halacha. Though. So if you skip that line, it wouldn't be a big deal. And my tama because dew and wind that never stops. Okay, Vital Menal and Delomats. I don't know, do doesn't stop. Eliyahu swears to Ahav in the name of Hashem that there's not going to be do and rain unless he says so. But then afterwards it says, Lech Herae Lahab etena matar penadama. Hashem tells him, Go to Ahav. And I'm going to give rain. But Hashem never mentioned the word tal. Why didn't he mention the word tal? Because do doesn't stop. So it never stopped. So he's not. you're not going to give it back to him. So if it's not going to stop, then why would Eliyahu swear not to let him have a do either? 
So the Gemara explains, This already said, "Afilu tal de bracha namiloate." Eliyahu swore to have that even do that gives a beracha where where plants grow due to this do, that's not going to even happen. So the Gemara asks, "Velihadre le tal de bracha." So why don't you? Why don't Hashem say to Eliyahu, "Go give back the tal of bracha"? The Gemara explains, "Mishum de lomin kera because that's not going to be seen. No one's going to be able to tell what's a do of bracha, do that's not bracha. People see do, and that's all. They don't know the difference. Okay. So now we got uh, do out of the way. Tal. How do we know that winds never stop? Because the pasuk says, I spread you like the four winds of the earth. What did Hashem really tell Ben Israel? If he told them, I'm going to spread you all over the four corners of the world. If that's the case, I shouldn't say like the four winds. To the four winds. That's the right way to talk. Rather, this is what he really meant. The same way the world can't go without the winds. Because it would be too hot. The world cannot stand without Israel. As the Pasuk says, And you see that the world needs Israel and the world needs the wind. Therefore, during the summer, if a person says in that, we don't make him go back because the world needs wind. Amar Morida Geshem, but if you said in the summer Morida Geshem, we go back because the rain in the summer is no good. It ruins the, the crop, and that's not a good tefillah. Therefore, we make you go back. And same idea backwards. If Bimota Geshamim lo Amar Mashivaruah in Mahazrinoto, if during the uh, the winter you didn't say the word Mashivaruah, not a big deal because Hakim never never cared about the Mashivaruah part because it's automatically coming. Lo Amar Morida Geshem Mahazrinoto. If you didn't say we make you go back. Even if you said, which is really, you changed the, the entire girsa of what our tefillah is, still in Mahazrin Oto, because that part of the tefillah is nothing, anyways. And here you have a famous Tosafot, that big Tosafot on the upper right, that in the summer, if you didn't say not Morida Geshem, you didn't say Morida Tal, nothing, you don't go back. However, in the winter, if you didn't say Mashiva Ruach, you don't go back. However, if you didn't say Morida Geshem, you do go back. And if you said Morida Hatal in the winter, you don't go back. If you're not sure, the first 30 days, you have to go back because you have a Hazakai that you're saying what you usually said. Same idea like Aser Teshuvah. Tosfot also brings down the minhag of Ri, one of the Balit Tosfot, that in the summer and the winter he always said Morid Hatal because he's Yasir Hova Lekule Alma. And if he forgot Morid Geshem, he would say it in Shomea Tefillah. And if he didn't say Shomea Tefillah, then he would say it in Elohai Netzor before he said the last Yulatzon. And if he totally forgot everything and he already finished Tefillah, then he goes back to the beginning of the Tefillah. And according to Rabenu Yehuda, Davka Yahid will go back, Panala Shaliyah Tzibur. And according to Rabenu Shalomo, uh, if you forgot 10 Talmatar, he doesn't go back at all. Tana, we have a bright Be'avim Uberuchot. Clouds and winds that move around. Lohibu Hachamim Laskir. Hachamim 
never said we have to mention like mekashir abim mashiva ruach being baldaskir if you want oh mazkir my tama what's the reason mishum delor matzray they never stop so hachamin anat mechayiv you to say it but if you want to say it go ahead the gemara says velor matzera really clouds never stop the winds never stop vehatanir of yosef but don't we have a brayta vehasar tashamayim hashem threatens to stop the skies. And what do we know? The drasha is min ha'avim min ha'ruchot. No clouds, no winds. Atah omer min ha'avim min ha'ruchot. Oeno elah min ha'matar. When we say asrat ha'shamayim, does it mean no clouds, no winds, or does it mean no rain? Kshawo omer velo yeh matar, hare matar amur. So we already have the the rain. Hamanim kayim. What is v'asrat ha'shamayim? Min ha'avim min ha'ruchot. No clouds, no winds. So So we have a contradiction. On one hand, we see that the winds and clouds don't stop, and on the other hand, we we see that it does stop. So the Gemara explains: Avim, avim, clouds on clouds. Look, no contradiction. Ha ha depends if they're little clouds that come at the beginning of the rainy season that say that's going to rain. Those never stop. Ha the later ones. The the clouds that come after the rain, they will stop. And same idea, ruchot ruchot lakasha, winds on winds, not a contradiction. Ha beruch mitsuya, the regular winds will never stop. Ha beruch sheena mitsuya, but strong winds, there is a possibility of it stopping. And still, Hachaim said you don't have to mention it because you always have the backup uh, light winds. But the Kamah asks, ruch sheena mitsuya, hazale bedare. But we do need that strong wind. Uh, we need it for the, uh, the the area where we sift the grains. I mean, we, we the way it works is you throw up the grains, uh, the chaff uh, flies in the wind, and uh, the grain comes down. The Gemara says, "If uh, you still could use a sifter. You don't need the strong winds. That's why Hachamim are not mechayef to mention in tefillah." Tana, he'avim varuchot sheniyot lamatar. The clouds and winds are secondary to rain, meaning the rain is number one, that's the most hashuv for the ground, for the plants, for the food, and then comes wind and clouds. What are we talking about? We're talking about the clouds and the winds that come after the rain. So you want to tell me that the wind that comes after the rain is good? Hashem is going to make the rain like dust and dirt. We're talking about the wind that comes after the rain that's going to make dust and dirt go up and it's going to stick to the to the crop and it's going to ruin everything and nothing's going to grow. So you see it's bad. Bigma explains. Depends how that wind comes. If it comes soft, it's not going to come up. But if it comes strong, then it's bad because it's going to make the dirt come up and ruin all the crop. Or you could say, Depends if that wind brings up dirt or it brings up dust and it's bad. If it doesn't bring up dust, it's not bad. The wind that comes after the rain, it's just as good as the rain itself. Clouds that come after the rain is as good as the rain. The sun that comes after the rain, it's as good as two rains. That's how Hashuv it is. Okay, so you brought me these three things. What are we not mentioning? What are we excluding? 
the moonlight that comes after the rain. That doesn't help. Or the spots of sun that come through the clouds. That really doesn't help. The, the snow is as strong in, in the, on the mountains like five times rain on the ground. Hashem tells the snow to go to the ground. You have Geshem 1, Matar 2, Geshem 3. Mitrot is four and five, and that's the strength of Akadosh Baruch Hu. So you see, it's five times. And the idea is because the snow slowly goes down off the mountain to the ground, and it's uh, it's times five. So it really helps out the ground a lot. And on that subject, V'amar Abba says, Talga leture, the snow helps the mountains. Mitra razia, strong rain le'ilane, helps the trees. Mitra but soft rain leperete, the fruits, helps the fruits. Orpila, very, very small, thin rain. Afilu le parzida de tute kala helps even the small uh, grains, the small seeds that are under clumps of uh, dirt on the ground. Mehania it helps. My orpila, what does that mean, orpila? Oru pile. It closes up all the cracks in the ground. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.